thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 51. Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer when from thee I speed. From where thou art, why should I haste me thence? Till I return, of posting is no need. Oh, what excuse will my poor beast then find when swift extremity can seem but slow? When should I spur, though mounted on the wind, in winged speed, no motion shall I know? Then can no horse with my desire keep pace. Therefore, desire of perfect love being made shall nay, no no dull flesh in his fiery race, but love for love. Thus shall excuse my jade, since from thee going he went willful, willful slow. Towards thee I'll run and give him a go, and give and, and give him leave to go. Ha! Oh, sonnet fifty-one. I thought I was going to be really good at reading that one. And it's it's been a while, quite obviously. It has, it has been a while. Uh, I'm Mark Chatterley, and you're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets, where me and the joyful, happy, smiley. You forgot Fluffy. Fluffy. <laughs> Terry We're uh, going through each one of the sonnets. For you, this will re- have released about four days after Sonnet 50. For us, it's been about four weeks. Yeah, it's been about a month. Which We've been busy with Zero D Cinema. We have, which was and... which was very good. I'm sure we talked about that before and it, it went very well. Um, but it kind of took up all our time and we haven't done these in a while. And, and that is my excuse for reading that so rubbishly. I, I do apologise. Um, But yes, this sonnet, Sonnet 51, very much follows on from Sonnet 50. In fact, in in Wikipedia, which is where I look, there's a little brackety thing at the top that says continued from Sonnet 50. Uh, We're choosing not to read these ones that are split over two as one big sonnet. We're reading them as separate ones. So this one is pretty much a continuation. So for us, there's been a month's break. For you, just a couple of days. But, But what do you think of this one, Thierry? I quite... It's been a while since we read any Shakespeare sonnets. <laughs> That's true. But I, I do quite like this one, and i just flying over Sonnet 50 again. It is a very nice continuation on the... I'm not sure if he's already coming back, or whether he's just imagining what it'll be like when he actually returns. I, I think it's more imagining. That's what I got, because it's got the line, Till I Return. So it... That is true. We have line four, Till I Return of Posting is no need. So, True. so I think it's a uh, yeah. I, I want to come back and and uh, and then no horse with my desire keep pace. The idea that that he will want to be back so much that there's no living creature that could move him that fast. I think it's quite nice. And I guess horses would have been the fastest mode of transport they would have had at the time as well. Yeah, I would. Would there have been? No, yeah, it would have been the fastest. No, that form. was a long time. That was about three hundred years away from trains. Uh, yeah, I, I, I knew there wouldn't be trains. <laughs> like, I wasn't suggesting that, but I was. Or even steam en- steam engines. They they didn't have those yet. Yeah, they and there were no other animals that would have been faster either. Well, not ones that you could ride. Not ones you could ride. Maybe yeah. if you strapped a fox to each foot or something. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure that's that's historically accurate. <laughs> Uh, it would be good. It's where the it's where the dance the foxtrot comes from. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So his desire he wants to be there as, as quickly as he can. 
which I think is pretty much sums up this Sonic quite well. We do have, I'm not sure why he does it, but there is a very clear opposition between being slow and being fast. Because he keeps changing between the two. Even in, um, oh, what excusable my poor beast and fine when swift extremity can seem but slow. Then should I spur through mounted on the wind in winged speed, no motion shall I know. And can no horse with my desire keep pace. And then... Where is it? I've lost the line now. <laughs> at the, at the bottom, towards to... the R run. So since from the going, he went wi- willful slow towards the R run. That kind of fits your slow fast. Yeah. It, it's 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 yeah. He he uses the two all the way through the sonnet to 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 show the extremes that that he he's not just talking about I'm going at a reasonable speed but want to go faster. To him, whatever speed he is currently going at is slow and and almost too slow. Which does make sense if you're traveling anywhere that you're looking forward to. Well. Actually, no. If you travel somewhere that you're looking forward to, time usually passes faster. Do you think? Because when you travel back from where you were, that time seems to go slower. I see. I disagree. When you when you are anticipating something, things slow down. Like the run up till Christmas when you're a kid takes ages. Yeah, but the the, the actual act of traveling. If you're going somewhere that you want to go. Oh, I don't see. The, the journey there usually feels much quicker than the journey back. I suppose, yeah, that's true, because the journey back, you, you're you reflecting upon the holiday, so you disappear into your head a lot more, and you're... Yeah. Whereas on the way there, you're kind of thinking about all the things you're going it's to very do. Very focused on... Yeah. Maybe. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not wholly convinced, but maybe. Maybe. That, that might just be my experience. Maybe, maybe My your, strange brain. Your brain yeah. is backwards, it could be. My, I think my my favourite line in here is in winning in, in oh, I can't say the word in winged <laughs> speed no motion shall I know. So the idea that when he's going fast, as if in the line before though mounted on the wind, he's going incredibly fast. He's no motion shall he know. He he won't feel the motion, which to me gives him a sense of omnipotence he he becomes godlike where he is everywhere at once he doesn't need to travel hmm that that's uh, at, at least maybe that's my incredibly wrong reading of it but i can't think of any other way that he would be moving but no motion shall i know have a little silence here while that, that sinks in into everyone's brain yeah i know i was reading it more as in uh, or wondering whether he was alluding to um, uh, what are they called the Greeks flying towards the sun the there's Icarus who flew towards the sun and then he's his, it had anything to do with that his wings mounted I don't know I don't know that myth well enough to know what he described flying as like so it's perfectly possible maybe he did describe it. Just I, I can barely remember. It's been 15 years since I had to do that in school. <laughs> but maybe maybe someone out there knows who's listening to this and they can let us know that it's nothing to do with God and it's all to do with, with myths. Then it'd be, it'd be interesting to know if that's... Well, it would still... I mean, they, they tried to be gods. That was the whole point of Icarus. He got too close to the sun and only 
yeah, that humans can't get that close to the sun, sort of. No, that's it. Would be wrong. It would be wrong yeah, because the wax will melt. <laughs> wax is the best sticking material we know of. Weird, weird, weird mythology <laughs> to keep people in their place. It's a really weird myth to tell to kids. It's basically saying, yes, you can dream these impossible things, but you'll never achieve them. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure his, his, the dad, the father made it all the way, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's so. Because Icarus actually flew too close to... Oh, uh, uh, because he got too cocky. And then he aspired, he asp- yeah, he, he got too cocky. He is, yeah, aspire high, but don't aspire to be a god. <laughs> don't don't go too high. No, 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 your place in the universe, sort of. It's, it's a similar lesson to what the bankers in the world are, are learning at the moment. <laughs> You know, are they embezzle a little bit, just not a lot? Yeah, but they're still getting away scot free. Oh, that's true. Okay, maybe they're not learning the lesson. <laughs> um, they're getting a big bonus. Yes. So they're punished. That yeah, it's a horrible. We are firing you. Here are five million to make up for that fact. <laughs> oh, it's wrong. Oh no, let's not go into this. We're going on another political rant. Um, I suppose the Icarus metaphor, if that's right, does does hold true because later on you have it is fiery race oh, in fact that might not be fiery uh, my brain isn't working very well f-i-e-r-y I would I would say fiery for that but that might be a completely <laughs> mispronunciation of that yeah it is fiery consistent of fire or burning strongly okay I'm not completely insane that's good <laughs> <laughs> it just is the, the letters around the wrong way for fire I need Confuse my brain for a second. <laughs> oh, these are the moments when it should be a video podcast, just to see your face going. Am I insane? <laughs> Does, is that? Has anyone else seen this word before? I do have moments where someone says a word to me, and I'm like, "That word doesn't exist." And then they point out like 15 instances of it being used that day, and it's just like, I'm sure that word didn't exist before today. I feel like I slip into different worlds every now and then. Maybe that's what happens. You just uh, just a character in a sci-fi film or TV show where you just shift around different realities. And the only thing that changes is the word. That certain words appear or disappear. It's a really, that's really the only thing you notice changing. <laughs> it's a really bad version of sliders. <laughs> Which, let's face it, wasn't brilliant once it got past the first couple of seasons. Well, past the first one, it went downhill <laughs> really quickly once they started changing all the characters. Yeah, and they did that thing where they just really bizarrely changed the characters as well. No, yeah, at one point, two of them melted into one character, which was weird. really I've missed that. I need to watch. I need to watch sliders. Yeah, again. because um, Quinn, the guy who invented the sliding remote thingy machine, yeah, him and his brother, they, I think it's the. F- last episode of the fourth series they melt together because the two actors just were fed up with the show and wanted to leave and the network wanted another series so they brought in another actor that was just a melt <laughs> version between the two uh, uh, you look similar to both of these people so we just pretend they've merged together pretty much like when on, on voyager where you get two vicks Oh, God. Or was it Nuvok? I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Tuvix. Tuvix was awesome. There are quite a few. This kind of a fairly standard trope in, in sci-fi. People getting merged together. 
Weird. And, and that has nothing to do with this sonnet at all. <laughs> nothing at all. We need to go back to the sonnet. I um, I, there's not a lot much, a lot more to say, other than there's a, there's a huge desire in this for him to to be back. So he's and we don't know why he's left the fair youth yet, or the fair youth is leaving him, if that's the way round it is. Do I'm I'm starting to one do do we I can't remember. No, I, we it didn't. We, there was a suggestion a couple of sonnets ago that the fair youth was leaving, but in sonnet fifty there was no identifier to say whether it was it was Shakespeare's character or the fair youth that was was travelling, and and it sonnet fifty started how heavily do I journey on my way, when what I seek my weary travels <laughs> end doth teach that case and that repose to say thus far the miles are measured from thy friend. So it, I think it is Shakespeare or Shakespeare's character is has, is leaving for some reason has been called away and and desperately wants to come back. That does make sense actually. Yeah. Ooh, very noisy street by you. Just a very very old van <laughs> just drove past. It's usually a very quiet street, which is why I like it. And and and. Is he on a horse? Was that established in Sonic 50? See, this is how long ago it was for us, really. We, we don't know. It was just the beast in Sonic 50. I think it was. Yes, just the, be- the beast plods duly on. Um, which, which he still refers in this one. What excuse will my poor beast then find when Swift's but later extremity on, can seem but slow? Later on to say that then can no horse with my desire keep pace. So we don't know that he's... I would, I would assume that the beast would be the horse. I, I can't imagine him travelling on... Donkey. Yeah. Well, donkeys they would have used more for... Uh, <laughs> or an ox. For, for, for gods. Uh, for gods. For goods. And uh... <laughs> I, I've just got an image of Shakespeare sat astride an ox. Quill in hand, composing a sonnet. <laughs> it, it's a good image, I think, and and it's one that I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with for a while. With someone making the noise with the coconuts. With someone making the noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the best scenes in cinema history. <laughs> uh, I I I don't have a lot to say more about this this sonnet. I'm afraid, um, unless I'm missing something huge and 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 massive. It's just about Shakespeare wanting to be back. I'm I'm pretty. I, I can't see anything else that. Um... Again, we'll have people shout at us that there's so much more stuff in there. But how can you not see that the third letter of every word spells out Shakespeare is wonderful, or or something like that? <laughs> we missed that. Sorry. If you read it backwards, it's something else. <laughs> Go to leave him, give and run all thee towards. Slow, willful went he, going thee from since. Actually, well, it's, it's quite nice reading backwards. Um, I seem to be able to do it a lot better than reading forwards, <laughs> and that's worrying. Um, I'm going to let you read this one and, and read it out. Oh dear. You'll be fine. It, it, it hasn't been that long. Sonnet 51. Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer from with the... That you did that on purpose just to make me seem better, didn't you? That's how lovely you are. No, for some reason my brain went thence, and it's just like, that's even weirder than what it actually (laughs) says. I'd love the fact if the next one has the word thence in it just to annoy you. Oh, God. 
Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer from thee I speed. From where thou art, why should I haste me then? There it is! <laughs> <laughs> it was just hiding there on line three waiting for you. I knew I saw the bloody thing somewhere. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> it is. This is the majority of this podcast is going to be you reading it and starting from the beginning again. <laughs> I can do this. You can. You can. Full faith. Sonnet 51. Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer from the I spa- the- For fuck's sake. <laughs> you should have actually seen his face there. You, The aggression on your face. <laughs> oh. It just English words is not that hard. <laughs> It's not like they're Luxembourgish words. No. Sonnet 51. Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer when from the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> Should, do, do, would, you, would you prefer to use like a trump card to skip this sonnet? Would, would that help? I'll give it one last go. One last go. It's fine. Bloody hell. Just like piano. If you make a mistake, just carry on. <laughs> Fine. Sonnet 51. <laughs> You've got to at least get the first line. <laughs> oh, oh, I apologise for Thierry's language. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Taking a drink. Calm yourself. Oh, I should have pour some vodka or whiskey calm me down <laughs> sonnet 51 thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer from of my dull bearer when from thee I speed from where thou art why should I haste me thence till I return of posting is no need oh what excuse will my poor beast then find when swift extremity can seem but slow then should I spur, through mounted on the wind, in winged speed no motion shall I know, then can no horse with my desire keep pace. Therefore desire, of f- perfect being made, shall nay, no dull flash in his fiery race, but love for love, thus shall excuse my jade. Since from thee going, he went willful slow, towards thee I'll run, and give him leave to go. That was excellent. That was Sonnet 51 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chasley, and you can follow me on Twitter at Nushkin. I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. <laughs> and we will, we will see you next time for Sonnet 52, where we both may have had a bit more practice by then. Hopefully. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.